Talk about the do do's and the don't do's of personalized learning. Let's talk about some don't do's. I, you know what? It's about time. <laughs> yeah, we've been way too positive lately. So the heck with that. So just kidding. Yeah. So I've been reading some articles, and uh, they're they're good articles, but it really struck me with with the latest one. Uh, came out a couple days ago. It was on Medium uh, by Pear Deck. And, and I like Pear Deck. Pear Deck is a pretty cool tool. And it was, should we be less student-centered was the name of it. Yeah, you texted me these yesterday. And yes. like, I was <laughs> I was in the middle of running training, so I couldn't really look at it. But yes. I, I think I texted back, is this a joke? Yes, like, you <laughs> did. Yes, you did. So yeah. I read that, and and it was actually... As usual, not quite what the headline said. Yeah, well, a grabber headline. But it did yeah. say near the bottom, uh, we have our previous one uh, from last week, which was called, Should We Be More Teacher-Centered? Right. And yeah. that really riled me up, so I had to read that one, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. because yeah. you know we talk a lot that it's not about teachers, right? It's about the kids. It's not the me show. Right. So this is a, Pear Deck is a really cool tool yeah. to help engage students. It is. So when they put an article out that says, should we be more teacher-centered, um, I, I get kind of scared. And so I'm, I'm reading it, and it talks about the same stuff we, we always talk about, the global decrease in American math and English, and why teachers are less respected, and why are they more respected in England, specific uh, in uh, Europe, I mean, yeah. specifically like Finland. Finland. And, you know, it's all the stuff that, that we've known before. But it talks about this right here and i'm going to quote this one and okay. i'll put the these all in the show oh, yeah. notes i'm kind of reading over your shoulder yeah, i know you do and i'm getting, I'm getting upset. so it says <laughs> in, in quote it says in recent years we've become very enamored of student-centered education it's never sat quite right with me as i think it puts a little too much focus on catering to every child while devaluing the need for a teacher so right there mm. without reading anymore i knew where this was going where and then it went oh Oh. Student-centered learning, according to... Can I guess? The mass... Yeah, go ahead. I'm Can covering up yeah, the screen right I... now. Kids sitting in front of computers. It's exactly what they talk about. <sighs> and that is such a misconception. It's, it's a horrible misconception. It's, it's, it's terrible. So it, it goes on for a bit, and the very next sentence says, Okay, pause for one second, because I'm in danger of setting up some false dichotomies here. Okay, so... Yeah, but then it does, and it's it's like <laughs> teachers can be replaced. This is what we're talking about. This is this is why teachers aren't any good. Let's not take teachers out of the equation as a central and crucial part of a good education. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. Yes, but it's not teacher centered. No, it needs about be about kids. So I went back and I read the next one, which is being less student centered, and it goes on and on. And it says, however, as with all things, there must be a balance. Mm-hmm. 
Neither does a student-centered approach mean that each student should be completely isolated on their own individual path, learning mainly from online resources and games. Right. Well, I, you I don't put them in front that. of computers all day long. Yeah, we all know that's not good. Agreed. So it goes the both and says, so if our classroom can be both student-centered and teacher-centered, if it can be both teacher-centered and subject-centered, what does it look like? So it talks about proper balance, and it talks about how goals are achieved. The teacher can meet those goals in, in numerous ways, or, or basically how they teach to particular, in our case, learning targets. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Right. You know, find where the kids are yeah. and kind of teach to what, they, what they're like, and that's, that's a kind of a level of, of autonomy. Absolutely. I never tell my teachers how to teach, just what they need to teach and find a way to engage how the how the kids get there right right you have that's why you have targets and goals yeah so it talks about the students if you're in proper balance if they have a level of ownership over their learning an opportunity to apply their knowledge in developing intra and interpersonal skills right i agree with all of that yeah that's fine too and when it's in proper balance overall it's not the subject is not treated as isolate isolated facts to memorize but part of a complex fascinating Fascinating network, network. of oh, facts, <laughs> opinions, emotions, misunderstandings, <laughs> overlapping and conflicting ideas, history, policy, evolving perceptions yes. and mistakes. Yes. So it, it wraps up by saying, last week I pushed in the direction of being more right. teacher-centered because we're on a big student-centered swing at the moment. Okay. That's a misconception to me, but it goes on to say, rather than swing the other way, let's get rid of the pendulum altogether and build strong learning environments that honor the students, the teacher, and the subject. You know what? I, so, okay. I, I agree. I wonder if that was kind of like they got a lot of, you know, pushback and had to kind of explain themselves further, right? And, Could right, be. Right, yeah. for sure, maybe. Um, because ultimately, I don't disagree with a lot of what they're saying. Um, I agree with it and really like some other things. But I guess, so the thought I was just having was that, like, so when we think of students, so they're making the case that student-centered equals individual computerized learning. And I, I don't think that's just this article. No, I don't think it's that just that article I either. think that's the masses because that's yes. every time you read something about student-centered education, it's about kids sitting kids in sitting front of computers, computers all day long and individualizing, right. I did just the air quotes there, Yeah. their education. And we talked a few weeks ago about uh, a Dan Meyer article who had the same idea Yeah. that it's not about kids doing that. You still have to have some teachers involved. Right. Well, yeah. But it, so then here's like the other piece I think about, right, is that I think a lot of people not necessarily educators themselves, but people in charge of education don't value the teacher as a as a creative professional and thusly try to find the easy program, right? Yeah. Just do this. And so if the push is to be more individualized for learners, then it makes sense that just telling teachers to plop them down in front from a bureaucratic perspective, right, not right. not mine. It yep. makes sense to say, well, here's this fantastic program that's going to individualize. You just have to sit them down. Like, so I think I can see that. Like in the same way that like when you and I were in school, like we all had those basal readers 
that you had every year and you just, you know, I yeah, think it's just true. the new version of that. And because we have the power to individualize on the computer, that's replacing the textbook. But, but to me, anyone who actually thinks about this for more than 30 seconds knows that can't be right. Right. We so we've we here's here's where I'm kind of going with this one. When I was setting this episode up in my head. <laughs> All right, where are you going? So uh, yeah, no notes here. So glad I remember this part. That we've gone to. We we presented a lot of things. We presented a lot of conferences. We we presented a lot of things. Yeah. We visit a lot of schools. We do. Which yeah. is really nice. Yeah. So when we go into schools and we see a lot of kids in front of computers. Yes. And it, you can kind of tell when it's been a little too long for the kids in front of a computer. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so you ask them and they say, yeah, this is all, we, this is all this we've is been all doing. We do. <laughs> Where it feels kind of wrong, right? When, yeah. when we go in and it just kind of feels like this. Dead. Yeah. There's that's, no, there's that's the it. energy is missing. Because yeah. they're in front of computers the whole time. Right. And, and they don't like it. No. The kids don't like it. Right. But it's really interesting when you talk to the educators they're also they always say and it's i think it's about every time they're like yeah we we know this this isn't quite what it should be they do you're right right yes i agree they say that every single time and and my response in my head is always well then why don't you do something about it you know if you know it's wrong what's preventing you from changing it you know if you're inventive enough to to think that computers can be a part of of education and trying to individualize that because all these places really, really want to do that. They do. Their intentions are yes. good. Yeah. But they fall back to, well, this is a nice program. Kids can kind of work through it on their own. And the theory is right, but you can't do that without some some help from peers. You know, you said it, you said it all the time, learning is social. Learning is social. And you can't do it on your own. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to go off on a slight tangent here. Yeah, do here. it. Go, 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 go. So one of my daughters is writing a paper a couple of nights ago about about the the this I'm gonna do this terribly about taking the the self from from like an individualized point of view to being out in the world and then interacting. Wow. Yeah, clearly I didn't quite understand it because I don't. <laughs> it, the very it's in my head right now. If you can see my pointing to my head, yeah, it's all right it's in there. Like, yeah. And I, and I, I I was relating that in in my head to those kids in front of computers all day, that that's all they're doing. Mm. And they're not interacting with a teacher other than, yeah, I got this done, Mr. Shea. Right. You know, I click the button and I hit submit. Yeah. But getting out there is talking to your peers, talking to other adults, and really interacting with the material right. and engaging with it in, in a more, I don't know, a group way rather than just... It's a deeper, more me thinking in my head, way. right. Yeah. I'm not in my bubble. Right. I'm not in my little bubble. You suddenly have to justify your experience and perceptions with the experiences and perceptions of others. And that's where, like, learning really happens. So why do we default to using the tech as a tool for individualizing, yet it's really more of a babysitting approach. Why, why do we do that when we know it's incorrect? Because it's the, it, here's what, like, I'm, I'm ready to answer you right away. And like, this is what I think. I think it's because it's the easy way. And I think that's just our culture, our society. We want the easy way for everything. We don't want to actually do the work. 
I want to lose weight, I'm going to take some pills or drink shakes every day. I want to make a million dollars, I'm going to, you know, sign up and sell uh, Lou the Rue clothing. Um, Wait, those don't work? No. I I need to cancel all that stuff. (laughs) The... So I'm, and when, when I'm saying this, that, that, that when I hear you saying this, that it's the easy way out, I get that for some teachers, and some teachers are just always going to do that. But I'm talking about the teachers really who know that this is wrong, yet are doing it anyway. And that concerns me. Yeah. You know, and it's not, it's, not, it's not done with malice. No. It's not done with a bad intent. It's just it happens and they know they want to break out of it. How do we do that? Why don't we just stop that and try something else? It's, I mean, it's how difficult be is that? It's got some kind but, of outside pressures or something. It, but these are people who, in some cases, are running the schools. They actually started the schools. I'm thinking of, of a charter school or two. That this is, this is how they do it, and they set it up, and six months in, kids are in a computer room all day. For six and a half hours. All right, so here, so let's like, what are the possible reasons why, right? So one might be exhaustion, right? Create the sure. creativity. Drain. I, I was taking teachers to visit a school last week, and this kind of mm-hmm. came up that like when you're constantly innovating, you get drained. Uh, I, I right? totally so get it, that. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's that they they know it's wrong and they want to do it differently, but they can't actually envision what that might look like in their heads, you know, like what a classroom would look like, how to actually manage it and do it. So you can't see your future self, as somebody the we work with says? Yeah, or your future classroom. Right. Yeah, you can, if you can't. So maybe I think it could be a lot of things. So how do we fix it, Matt? What do we do? You can get in touch with us. <laughs> at, uh <laughs> So it's just it's, listen to the podcast, I, I, and in six months you will be. <laughs> and that is our million dollar solution right there. So, you know, one thing I think of is is if you are aware that it's a problem, that's the first step. I know it sounds stupid. I know, sorry, but it's but it's true. Hi, I'm you know? Courtney. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt, and we have problems. I'm so, but I, I I really think if you're aware of it. And t- try to take that next step right off the bat. Yeah. Okay. If c- your kids are on the computers all day long and you know it, and those kids have that glazed overlook at this point, and it feels it feels dead. Change it up one day. Do something. Put the that. computers away. Go outside and do something else. You know, have yeah. have just invent something. Start talking to the kids, but put them in a different spot would be right. my solution. You know, walk down the hallway with your kids. That's a great idea. You know, just just moving location. Yeah. Changing environment can do, even if it's just like a room, yes. can really make a difference in how things are going. I'm thinking if you're listening to this in the winter time and sometime in the future, then you may not be able to go outside. You know, we're, we're in, <laughs> we, we have winter seven months a year here, so it's really tough to go outside. But, yeah. but I think it is as easy as like walking down the hallway. Just go for a walk, yeah. And just talking to your kids as they go down there and something will spark. And then you'll have an idea to break out of that. So break out of that. If you know yeah. it's wrong, just stop doing it and completely change things up just for a day and see what happens. Right. Oh, that's too funny. I was just thinking in my head, like, maybe you just pick one day a week to start where it's no computers today. And you just. That's not a bad thing at all. No, it's a great thing. I'm glad we did this episode, Courtney. No, oh, me too, Matt. Uh, all right. So let's see. 
we end the show usually with how you can get in touch with how us. How you can get in touch with us. Yeah, but we're going to yeah. skip all that this week because you know that. And I'm going to put it in the show notes anyway. Alrighty then. <laughs> anything else you have today? No, I don't I don't have anything else today, but just hang in there, people. Yes, we're coming to the end of a school yeah. year, so we obviously have been a little more sporadic because uh, Courtney traveled last week, so we did not have a chance to do a podcast. Right. Uh, but we should be around for at least the next few weeks before next few weeks, uh, totally. and then we'll, we'll talk about hits, what yeah. summer looks like for us this year. But hang in there. And you know what? Don't send out those frazzled teacher memes, people. <laughs> we'll talk next time. Words of wisdom. <laughs> Thank you.